thank you for this morning, Lord. Oh, Lord, we thank you for the words, Lord, the testimony that came forth this morning, Lord, of how you heal. Oh, Lord God, we thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord, that you're moving in our lives, Lord. Oh, Lord God, that we're learning how to trust you, Lord, and how to love you, Lord, and how to set our hearts on you, Lord. Oh, Father, come and have your way. Yes, Lord. Oh, come and have your way yes, in Lord. our lives, Lord, because yes, Lord. we love you, Lord, yes, and we Lord. want you, Lord, and we need yes, Lord. you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. thank you, Jesus, that there's power in your name, Lord. Yes, there is, Lord. Oh, that you're a deliverer, Lord, that you're a savior, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you're good and you're faithful, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we just open ourselves up Thank this you, Lord. morning to you, Lord, and say, Thank have you, Lord. your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Oh, have your way in our lives, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Oh, we love you, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Oh, speak through Pastor Paul have this your way, morning, Lord. Give us ears to hear and hearts to receive, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated. hope you came expecting because he is here. God is so good. God, you're so good. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for changing my schedule. It's all in his hands, church. And the only thing that matters is accomplishing what he wants, not what we want. And Lord, I desire to accomplish what you want. Hallelujah. Blake, can you all bring it up? Hallelujah. I would encourage you, if you're still struggling, the time hasn't run out on you yet. God is, is so merciful. And He loves you just like you are. And you can't do anything to earn more of that love. It is unconditional. You know, I can, I can feel it in here. I don't want to say it's... A, I, well, I almost think it's oppressive. I think that we have come to the point that we cannot believe to come out of the hole that we're in. We have come to that road where we personally don't believe it's real. You've been beat down so long and so long and so long that you don't believe you can come out of it. But I want you to know there is nothing that you can do to earn more of God's love. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. I want to encourage you. And I, 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 I do this a lot. Whenever I, I hear a song or I watch a movie, it, it touches me. And Elizabeth and I watched a movie last night called Fireproof. And I know many of you know it. Many of you know what it's about. Maybe have never seen it and think, man, it's another God movie. I don't want to watch these bad actors and, you know, just this low budget. Let me encourage you. Watch it. Watch it. If you're single, watch it. If you're married, watch it. Watch it. Um, it uh, it's opened my eyes to see that that God loves me regardless of how I come to him. He loved me when I was a sinner. He loves me still when I sin. His love never changes for me. 
here in this world, we, we change because of the way somebody looks or the way somebody acts, and we can turn our love on and off a little bit easier. His doesn't. He loves us unconditionally. And I want to encourage you today that you've kept being beat down and beat down and beat down. God loves you. And he's so gentle, and he's waiting for you to turn back to him. I could feel that's what the call was this morning, is just to say, turn back to me. Those things that you're bound up with, turn back to me. Just out of your own mouth, say, I'm turning to you, Jesus. I can't do that for you, and I don't want to make you say it. Because it'll just be a, it'll just be words coming out of your mouth. It's got to come from your heart. But I need you to help me, Jesus. I need help. Do you need help? Turn to him. Just as easy as saying, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for what I've been doing and I'm turning to you today. The pastor's making an altar call or making a call today for me for us to turn to him. God, I turn to you today. I turn to you. Have you ever heard, we use the words in Baptist circles, rededication. Rededication's a good thing. And I've had to do it, I bet, 50 times in my life. And that's probably being very conservative. I bet it's been more than that. Where we just turn away a little bit or we turn away a lot. The great thing is God gives you a chance to turn back. And he's given you a chance today to stop the course that you're going on. You don't have to continue on this course anymore. The blood of Jesus is mighty to save. God's power, God's power hasn't changed. We have not, we, God has not lost his power. You've lost God. But praise God, today you have a chance to turn back. It's time to say to sin no more. You know, in this movie, um, this husband was so angry and would take out his anger on this trash can. I mean, violently, and then he'd look up and there'd be the neighbor. Hey. Nothing to see over here. But then he started taking his, his, his rage out on his sin. It's time to get nasty with the things that are pulling you down. God says, don't let them anywhere on your land. Kill them. Kill them all. No signs of them at all. It's time the things that you're battling with, it's time you turn the fight back to it. You can't just imagine it's going to go away. You need to fight it. You need to fight it. We need fighters in the army of God. Where's the power? How do we not, how do we not live a powerless life? How do we answer the questions that we have today? I said last week, I don't believe that, that we doubt God's power. I believe all you've got to do, as I said, just step outside. Start looking at creation. Watch a bird for five minutes, and you can see the hand of God. Watch a caterpillar. Watch an ant. Have you ever seen an ant carry something? It's unbelievable. Yet it says that even it, it, he will even feed those little birds. How much more he cares for us. 
how he's thinking of us. But we don't doubt the power. The thing that we doubt is, is God's power available to me? And if so, how do I get it? Well, we've been seeing the last week or so that, yes, the power is available. I've been showing you four ways that God shows up in power. The first one, when can I count on God's power? If you remember last week, when I'm worn out. Praise God, because I am worn out. When I'm tired. Our nation is a nation full of tired people. We have all this technology, all these things to make our life better. And what has it done? It's made our life more busy. Cell phones, you can't get away from anybody anymore. Computers. It says in Isaiah 40, verse 29, he strengthens those who are weak and tired. Even those who are young grow weak. Young people can fall exhausted. Young people, it's not out of the ordinary to get tired. People say, you're young, you shouldn't be tired. Well, Scripture says right here, you can get tired too. But that God strengthens those who are tired. He, you can also count on Him when we've got nothing, when I've got nothing to give, when I've got nothing to offer, God's power shows up. It may be you're in a relationship. You may be in, uh, in a relationship where you just say, I've just got nothing else to give to that relationship. I've tried and I've tried. Maybe it's with your children and you say, I just don't know what they want from me. Maybe in your job, and you just say, man, I'm in over my head. God says, I'll give you the power when you've got nothing to offer. Another word for this is inadequate. Do you feel inadequate in your job as a parent, as a husband or a wife, as a student? You are primed for God's power. It says in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it says that God said, my power shows up best in weak people. Then Paul says, now I'm, a, I'm glad to boast about how weak I am. I'm glad to be a living demonstration of Christ's power instead of showing off my own power and abilities. God makes a promise that when you feel inadequate, you are Primed for power. You ever uh, started a weed eater? You know, I can't, I can't stand weed eaters. Um, they do a great job when they're running, but I, I don't, I've never owned one that would stay running. Every year you get it back out the next year and it won't start. You try to pull the spark plug off. You try to prime the gas. You try to dump the gas. You try to put in new gas. You try to set it on fire. And, you know, you sit there and you, your, your shoulder hurts for three weeks. You get blisters on your hands just to start this weed eater. I don't know why I went down the weed eater path. <laughs> sure, it would have been good. I don't know. Oh, it, was, it was about prime. You were primed. But how you have to prime it. Thank you. Nothing like a good wife. You got to prime that thing to get that gas right up next to the, to the whatever, the spark plug or whatever it is that when you pull it, it, it fires. But you don't have a lot of air in your line. Anybody got air in your line? The, stop there. 
we need to fill the line with gas. That that works, doesn't it? So you have, never mind. You're, you're, I'm, I can tell you're not going with me here. It's fine. But when you feel inadequate, when you don't feel like you've got anything to offer, God's ready for you. Or better yet, you're ready for God. So today we pick it up with number three. I can count on God's power when I hurt. When I'm in pain. Have I got you yet? Do we feel inadequate? Are we hurting? (laughs) Are we wore out? My mom corrected me. She said, it's not wore out, it's worn out. I don't know. If you're from Tennessee and you're kind of country, maybe from Jackson County, Everybody say, oh, don't. my dad's from Jackson County, born and raised in Jackson County, so I can make Jackson County jokes. We say wore out. I'm wore out. My mom says worn out. Okay. If you noticed, it said worn on the, on the slide. But when I'm in pain, you know, the pain that we're walking in here with, you know, that I, I feel like that I can feel the pain but God is saying, I have the answer to the pain. We're coming in here and we're beat down and we're hurting. But God promises us that he will show up in power in our pain. Elizabeth and I ponder about the, the things that we're going through, the painful things that we're going through. And sometimes we ponder about the things that the church is going through, you individually is going through. And let me tell you, the world and the church is full of pain. Now, when you're a friend of the pastor, sometimes it comes up and someone will say, that's not going to make it in the sermon, is it? And I say, no, not as far as you know. Um, Elizabeth's probably my biggest guinea pig, and I've had to try to try to learn to not do that. But but I've made a list, not not of you, (laughs) but a list of the things that we could be going through. Number one, some of us come from a lousy family or marriage situation. The relational dynamics in our home are so bad. And many times we don't even want to go there. And I mean your home. I don't mean going back home to your parents. I mean in your home that you live in. Some of the pain in the room comes from bodily pain. We have some affliction that we're having to live with. I want you to know Arlene isn't living with that anymore. God is a healer. You know, she talked to me about it this morning. She said, it was when I came back to church here. It was when I came back home. And I said, Arlene, I don't really want to give the focus to the church. I want to give the focus to God. She said, but it was when I came here. And I said, okay, you say whatever you want to say. But I want you to know God has a place for you. That place is with him. That's what God's saying through Arlene this morning is return home. You have walked away from home. You have walked away from God. Maybe you were saved early in life. Let me tell you, I was saved early in life and I walked away. And God tried to draw me back over and over, but I wouldn't come. You know, I had parents that prayed for me. And I, to be honest with you, I had pressure on me to, to be a... I felt, like, I felt like that I had pressure on me to be a good Christian person. But I went the other direction. And until I could decide, it didn't take root. I had to decide. God's saying it's time for you to decide to choose me. Not choose me because of your parents. Not choose me because of your church or your friends. Choose me from your heart. 
then God says, I can use you. Many of us live, uh, work, work in less than ideal situations in our job. We get to, we get to work Monday with unrealistic quotas and expectations that we can't meet and we're grinding us down. Some here are going through a painful divorce or separation. That's pain. Some of us have recently lost loved ones. Others are starting to realize that they're having to face the reality of an emotional condition that we're discovering about ourselves. Others have friendships that are fractured. Some of us have constant financial pressure and may be right on the border of bankruptcy. Some of us are parents and are watching our children make detrimental decisions over their lives. And it's killing us to watch. And some of us are sick of being single, not dating and with no hope of being married. And it's painful. Did I hit any of you? If I didn't, your number's coming. Pain is right around the corner. There is no shortage of difficulty facing those of us that are here. You're not immune from pain and neither am I. It is inevitable that you will face some type of pain that comes from some loss that's too bearable to bear. Now, maybe you're not a Christian. Maybe you're here just kind of checking this God thing out. Or maybe checking this church on the hill thing out. What is this all about? But some of my Christian friends here that have gone through some of the pain that I have talked about would tell you that they have been through some of the darkest and deepest valleys. But if it was not for the conviction. But they would also tell you with conviction that if it was not for the power and the strength of God, they would have not got through it. We have had things that we have had to walk through that without God, we would not have been able to make it through. At least not in one piece. Let me ask you, where do you go with your pain? Where do you go? 